What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 181 of Smack Talk, presented by SmarkOutMoment.com. I am Tony Mango, the host of the panel, and joining me on the mic for this episode, as usual, we've got Mike Payton. Ah, oh. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that video is fantastic. We've also got Kalen Ferris. Oh, there goes Mr. Hanky again. What what was the thing that he popped up on the last time? World Combat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've got Steven Wago. What's up? What's up? So, uh, for our main event for this episode, actually, we have two main events. We're going to do the mailbag for May. We're going to do Belt or Berry for Daniel Bryan. We've got Hot Tags in Part 2, Rest Hold Break in Part 3, Fantasy League at the tail end of the show, and Part 1 is the same way that it always is. That's going to be the Wrestling Trivia Question of the Week, otherwise known as the Ask Him. For those that are new to the program, the Ask Him consists of two different questions that tie together by some common thread, and there's a question to the panel, and then a question to the audience. Last week's question to the panel, uh, <clears throat> King of the Ring related, who is the only person to have won the King of the Ring tournament twice in a row, and in what years? That was Bret Hart, 1991 and 1993, kind of a little uh, glitch there, no 1992 question to the audience was which king of the ring winners have gone on to win a world championship in wwe those were randy savage bret hart steve austin triple h kurt angle edge brock lesnar booker t and sheamus a lot of different people that have won king of the ring that have gone on to a lot of success so now we have a lot to go through as far as uh what everybody said uh peter says sheamus king booker booker t two separate ones Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Triple H, Kurt Angle, Edge, Brock Lesnar, and future King, Bad News Barrett, and Zack Ryder. <clears throat> also, Matt Hardy and Other Wolf can be tag champs. Give me a year, Zack Ryder would be U.S. champ again. In my mind, I could book him as a solid mid-carder till next year's WrestleMania, next year's SummerSlam in a realistic way. P.S. Ryder is a main part of the WWE YouTube channel on Inbox and the JBL and Renee show. That's true. Uh, PSS, I'm mapping out my writer story on my channel this week. If anyone's interested, we'll be up Saturday. Johnny Castaway says, I have stopped giving a fuck about the Ask Him questions and have just started adding people to the fuck that guy list. So, fuck New Day for actually being good heels and actually being over, so, uh, somewhat over. You, gay? Uh, NJCW for life 777 you'll watch Man King, or watch Man King. Says Edge Trips, Hitman, Brock, Seamus, Savage, Stone Cold, Kurt, and King Booker. <clears throat> also says, and the new add on for the now award winning Fuck You Club is Luther Reigns, because the only Reigns that matters is black and not Roman either. Hope someone gets the pun and no, it's not a black joke. I got you. I got you, Watchman King. Uh, Mike McCormick says, Booker, Angle, Trips, Edge, Savage, Austin, Shamo. Lesnar, and of course Bret Hart, which makes nine, and Regal, who should have won a world title, plus Barrett, who's going to win a world title, so nine plus two, I guess. Also, don't get hit by any trains or Alberts. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good day to yourself, Mike. Mar Supremo says, Triple H, Seamus, Edge, and Bret Hart, now that we have a Fuck That Guy club, we should introduce a more positive club, like That Guy is Cool Club, and the first two people are Murky, the best there was, the best there is, and the best of his team, Fuck Blake, and vacant, the legendary superstar that no one will see, and now chap, now champ, I'm assuming, in UFC. But fuck Lanny Poffo and Silent Wind of D. Silent Wind of Doom responds, Is everyone taking letters off my name until it finally just gonna be fuck S? 
I don't know, but it sounded like a good idea. Yeah, why, why, why do we keep exerting all this effort saying his full name? We could just be saying fuck ass. <laughs> fuck ass also says, Macho Man Brett, Austin, and Triple H, fuck Tony for making me agonize for an hour over whether or not he was going to count Macho Man and Macho King as the same person. Although, admittedly, his recent questions have been fair. Damn right they have been. Fuck Lanny Poffo, fuck the guy who said we shouldn't fuck people. Fuck Drew for leaving us so alone for so long. And fuck whoever says fuck Silent Wind of Doom and isn't on the podcast. Murky not only innovates, but he does something Chris Jericho never does. He dabbles. <laughs> Dang it, I make a reference and it just confuses people. Then I explain it next week, but no one remembers being confused, so they get reconfused. Is this, this still week... the same comment? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this week, I'm just going to say something without context that will also confuse you and not even try explaining it. I wonder if the guy who called Hogan a cunt is a nogger. The best Enter Sandman introduction is Mariano Rivera, and Mike McCormick replies, noggers. You guys aren't winning the comment of the week. <laughs> Lastly, Mono Apex says, smells like Mark Henry sweaty towel in here. <laughs> Seamus, ah, the shame. I know why Tony likes the fuck you club. Because it means there's not a mu not as much fuck Tonys. <laughs> That's true. And new fuck you club members are the tag team of Raj Kutherpali and Popeye's mom. She was a bitch. <laughs> That's kind of obscure, but okay. <laughs> so the question to the panel for this week. <clears throat> I was really kind of hard pressed to try to figure out and ask him, but thinking back on what happened in the past couple of days and stuff, one of the most important things was we were in Montreal and a good old Canadian uh, boy ended up showing up and having a pretty important match and getting injured, but, you know, that's beside the point. So this is kind of related to that. Panel question is, who wrestled as the Calgary Kid in a contract on a pole match in WWE in August of 2009? The Miz. That's right. And a question to the audience, who did Calgary Kid, or The Miz, defeat to win the contract in that match? If you think you know the answer, or you just want to take a guess, or you want to add somebody else to the Fuck That Guy Club, or the uh, Those People Are Cool Club, or any other clubs that end up popping up, then leave a comment below on YouTube, or if you're not listening to this on YouTube, you can leave a comment on the Smartout Moment page, or you can send a tweet at Smartout Moment with the hashtag AskHim, and next episode we'll run down everything you guys say. Man, I bet the answer for that's going to be really retarded. Probably. <laughs> it's God. So, uh, we are going to roll along here. Part 2, hot tags coming your way. Stay tuned, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. We are on part two of episode 181. It's time for the hot tags of the week. Different things that have gone on that we find interesting or weird or just very important that we need to talk about or whatever the case may be. Let's talk about some kind of odd ones. <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Good friends with Hulk Hogan. Always has been. But he just got caught selling unauthorized uh, signed photos of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> there was a Twitter exchange where somebody was just like, oh, you know, I got this. And he's like, oh, I didn't fucking sign that. <laughs> so... That might be a strenuous relationship or something. Uh, what do you guys think? Is uh, Brutus moving in on Virgil's territory here? Oh, Hogan money. Give me some of that money. <laughs> I wonder if there's like conversations where the nasty boys and Brutus and you know the other people that are like still like uh, good buds with Hulk Hogan are just like, so how's it uh, being in WWE again? Got any open roster spots? <laughs> Uh, uh, come on, you were able to get me a job at TNA. Yeah, I, I like 
bled that company dry. You, you can't do that with this one, too? <laughs> I think this is a weird situation, though. Yeah, I lost sucks. interest after you said the Nasty Boys, just like an instant <laughs> turn-off. So, yeah, they were the worst tag teams of all time. Let's just talk about how terrible the Nasty Boys are. I remember this one time they tried to have a hardcore match, and they couldn't even put someone through a funnel stand right. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it was that time that they were fat and talentless. Man, that was a terrible time. Oh, wait, that was their career. <laughs> Does anybody have any good Brutus the Barber beefcake jokes? Beefcake! Beefcake! I got a South Park quote. That's about it. It's about all I had, too. So. Yeah. Hmm. That's South Park! I was hoping that there would be some good ones. South Park! That's a good show. <laughs> Well, there's another thing that's going on that's funny with Hulk Hogan. He claims that he turned down UFC, that they offered him a deal back in the day, and he was just like, oh, it's too violent, they don't take care of their guys and stuff. UFC, of course, is doing the same thing, where they're like, uh, no, we never, ever approached Hogan. <laughs> I'm inclined to believe UFC. You guys in the same boat? Yeah, Hogan I can't really have... see Hogan, Hogan doing that, because when UFC was, what, early? What is it? Uh, 93. Um... So this would have been really early on, if anything. And even then, I, I can't see them really offering that to him. And I can't see him being in it, let alone doing well. I don't know. What do you think? I think there actually might be some legitimacy to this. Because you got to think when UFC was starting, they needed stars. Um, eventually, they made their own. That was fine. But for when they were starting, I'm pretty sure that's around when Hulk Hogan was a free agent. You know, He had left WWE to, to go do some movie shooting. Um, which he was ripe for the taking by somebody else. I'm sure UFC approached him. They probably just couldn't afford him. But uh, you know who could? Ted Turner. So I, I, I think it's it might be legitimate. And, you know, 15 years later, of course they're going to deny that. If anyone was to do that, I expected Pride Fighting Championship to do or so. Uh, they had a lot more money at the time. And Hogan would have never joined the UFC regardless if they did make him the offer or not, simply because there's no money in it during that period. Uh, they had legitimate athletes kicking the fuck out of taxi drivers back in those days. <laughs> like, oh, there's no way. I really doubt that Hulk Hogan was ever offered that position. And if we're going back to then, this was like pre-Fatita Brothers and pre-Dana White days. So who's to say he fought? Would have fought? What if they would have brought him on as like a host or uh, announcer? That's more believable um they didn't bring in any two lately the first pro wrestler they ever really brought in was josh barnett and he was always somewhat of an mma fighter back in the pancreas day so i doubt the story has any legitimacy they might have put feelers out to him but i don't think there was any like any heavy negotiations but of course this is coming from the same guy that was um gonna be the drummer or the fucking bass Basis. guitarist for Basis. for metallica so mm -hmm. fuck hogan and he was the you know gonna be the main character in the wrestler and so many other things he did do pasta mania though he see regardless that. regardless if this story is has any truth to it or not it's immediately devalued by hulk hogan's track record mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah i'm just saying that's why there, there's a lot of opportunity for this one to actually be real, though, as opposed to like him joining Metallica, which is like, yeah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure that they were going to rename Trump Towers to Hogan Towers for a while there. <laughs> <laughs> the president called me up back in the 80s, and he was just like, I can't do this. I think you need to take the spot. And I was like, no, Mr. President, and I got a title to defend. <laughs> 
I'm curious about this taxi driver fight thing, though. They're the guys that do the knife fight, uh, night fights, right? The UFC does that? Like they yeah, they do fight thing? nights. So back in the day, back when UFC was in its infancy, uh, they had a lot of hard time finding MMA athletes because basically they didn't fucking exist. Yeah, like this one guy that was some fat-ass taxi driver that got his fucking head kicked in. It was great. Bring that back. Just make taxi drivers fight each other and call it road rage or some shit. (laughs) And actually have it like street fights. Make WWE look like uh, garbage in comparison. Just have it in the middle of like Times Square during rush hour. Fuck it, just film Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) Baltimore fighting championship. (laughs) Except we don't have to pay any of them. That sounds like such a good idea. Get paid in what you can carry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> how much do I get paid for this whatever you loot <laughs> oh man that one chick from Ferguson with the bat she would be like the worst person on the roster she should be the equivalent of their sting oh she's got a baseball bat yeah she'd be their Colin Delaney <laughs> and if you lose they have your mama come out and, and hit you like that one kid <laughs> There you go. They could sign Shelton Benjamin and his mama, <laughs> and Brutus Clay and his mama. Oh, God. Speaking That's of odd concepts, Justin Bieber wanted to wrestle at SummerSlam 2014. Imagine Ugh. how much of a train wreck that would have been. Honestly, I don't think it would have been that bad. Um, you don't have him wrestle. You have him do a couple moves, take a couple bumps, um, and let. Because I, I think they said that it was going to be John Cena, The Big Show. And Justin Bieber versus the Wyatt family. Now, that ma- that match would have sucked more so because, let's face it, Bray Wyatt fucking sucks. Eric Rowan sucks. The only talented guy who you can say can have a five-star match on that roster is maybe a Luke Harper. Sorry, in that match is Luke Harper. So I don't think it would have been terrible, but I think it would have been very average at best. And they're talking... At the, also, the report mentioned that the end result was Cena was meant to drop Justin Bieber with an attitude uh, adjustment. That might have actually got Cena over as a babyface. I was going to say, like, if they were going to bring Bieber in, he would have to be a heel. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would end up being like a Perez Hilton type situation where he's going to come out and just have instant heat because of who he is to, to the wrestling demographic. Well, I think they, I think they could have ran with it. I mean, the, the kid is young. Um, he's a dancer. So, you know, it's like he doesn't have rhythm and the ability to move. Well, a perfect a- example of a celebrity that got turned on was Floyd Mayweather. He clearly was meant to be a babyface. He came out and helped Rey Mysterio, and everyone's like, huh, fuck Floyd. I yeah, think especially Bieber Michelle Beadle. Bieber would have to be a, a heel because, I mean, what is the, what do you think is the crossover between WWE fans and Justin Bieber fans? Mm-hmm. Is there like 10 people who like both? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some good, like, girls in the audience that like both Cena and Justin Bieber, but that's about it. I'm sure no, there's see, some I, creepy old men that like both. <laughs> no, see, I, I imagine the girls who like uh, Justin Bieber would probably be more Randy Orton girls. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But uh, remember the heat that was going around at the time when there was rumors that Justin Bieber was going to host WrestleMania instead of The Rock? Nope. You yep, I vaguely that. remember it, but it was one of those rumors that went away like within a day. Yeah, I think I just didn't buy into it. Well, it was one of the things that, like, those were the two most, like, uh, talked about things. It was like, well, Justin Bieber might host WrestleMania, but The Rock might. Everybody's hoping for The Rock. Let's please hope it's The Rock. (laughs) Like, that kind of a thing. So then, 
uh, yeah, obviously when The Rock was announced, you know, that's one of the biggest like pops that they've gotten in years and years. But that was what two thousand nine. Yeah. So you got to think that SummerSlam twenty fourteen, five years later. You know, Justin Bieber's like <laughs> now even after doing this uh, roast, he's still totally hated. Like, there's no possible way he could have came in as a babyface. Yeah. Nope. I've got to agree with you. Um, I don't know if that roast even made him any more likable. All, no, I, got, all, all I got from it was, <laughs> Marpa Stewart, you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> now, the best joke out of the whole thing is one that they cut, and it was um, Jeffrey Ross was uh, mentioning about Ludacris, and he said something about Paul Walker. And they were all like, oh, and he was like, oh, what, too soon? Too fast? Too furious? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's worth I, the entire roast. I didn't get right to the end of that, but from that whole roast just seemed like to be the fuck Kevin Hart show. <laughs> hey, you know what's short? Hey, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, you're short. <laughs> Basically. And then anytime that... um anything would happen with that other comedian what was his name shit the one who called out Bill Cosby that was the big joke with him it was just like yeah you fucked Bill Cosby didn't you <laughs> uh, not a good roast but let's see what else we have here Global Force Wrestling has re- uh, announced some of their roster not all of it but they've said that Chow Sonnen is going to be the expert analyst or at least one of them that yes. uh Rosita, Thea Trinidad, and Lady Tappa are two of their women. I don't know what they're going to call them. If they're going to call them, you know, like the Divas Knockouts kind of thing, if they're going to call them something else, or if it's just going to be the women's How about division. you call them wrestlers? <laughs> right. And refer to the women wrestlers? Just saying. Yeah, I could see them thinking of some kind of a name, though. Um, let's see what else we have here. We have... Uh, He's going by Davy Boy Smith Jr. now. D.H. Smith, Harry Smith, David Hart Smith, whatever you want to call him. And his uh, tag team partner that he's been pairing with for quite a while is Lance Hoyt, who was Vance Archer in WWE for a little bit. We've got Carl Anderson and good old Luke Gallows. They're another tag team. Apparently they're both in the Bullet Club. Who else we have? Uh... I don't know how to pronounce his name for sure, but uh, his nickname is Moose. He's some guy who's been a part of Ring of Honor for a little bit, and he was a former lineman for... We want uh, cheeseburger. <laughs> Good old cheeseburger. Am I forgetting anybody? Uh, no, there wasn't too many announced. Um, as far as who has been so far, I like the Killer Elite Squad. Uh, David Hart Smith is been done a lot of good stuff with Lansoid against uh I think it was uh, Nakamura and I can't remember the other guy's name, but there's been some interesting matches they've had, so I'm all for them joining. As far as the Bullet Club goes, I think they're a very overhyped faction. Um, I'm a big AJ Styles fan. I couldn't care too much for the rest of the group, but um if they want to bring in a lot of different tag teams from different um, organizations then I'm all for it. There actually are two people that I'm forgetting. Justin Gabriel and the Masterpiece Chris Masters. Oh, yeah, he's called PJ Black now, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, Masters is going by the Adonis Chris Mordetsky. God damn, it's a lame-ass last name. That's his real name. Yeah, it's fucking lame. (laughs) But for a while, he was going by Chris Master, because if he took the S out, it didn't count as like an infringement thing. I would have just put a Z there. And, And Luke Gallows was going by Luke Gallo. It was like, oh, man. 
At least he's going by Doc Gallows, which is, you know, one name from TNA, one name from WWE. That makes sense. But uh, the Adonis, Chris Mordetsky, and PJ Black. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, my impression of this, I read an article in the Wrestling News, and you guys can check that out. It's got more in-depth of uh, each individual person. I think this is a pretty good group overall. It's not amazing. You know, the best person on the whole thing is probably Chael Sonnen. Um, if not uh, Chael Sonnen, then probably Thea Trinidad. She's young. She was good in TNA for, you know, as much as you can get out of TNA. And I like Luke Gallows. He's good. For those, that, with him. for those that have never heard Chael Sonnen um, do any commentary, he's actually pretty good. Him and JR uh, commentated a MMA event not too long back. And they did very, very well together. If they could get JR on board, because I know he has the connection with Global Force through um, that New Japan Pro Wrestling event that he did, then I think that would be a really awesome uh, team for them to have. I mean, no one screams legitimacy more than Jim Ross, and Chael mm-hmm. Sonnen is one of the most fondest characters in all of MMA. He definitely, and for the most part, his podcast and, uh, is a pro wrestling podcast if you listen to the guys he has on. I didn't even know he had a podcast. It's called You're Welcome, and now you are. <laughs> I don't know too much about Chael Sonnen, but I have checked out you know some interviews that he's done and stuff like that, and he seems like a total dick and very comfortable on the mic, which I'm f- totally fond for, because uh, yeah, you got to have like some kind of like a heel color analyst kind of person. Yeah, he definitely, he's like a long-time fan, and he's very smartened up to the business. And he also um, trained in the WCW power plant. Hmm. Um he was sent home by Sergeant Slaughter, so obviously Sarge has never had an eye for talent. Fucking Magpies Radio. Not maggots. Anybody have any thoughts on uh, GFW? That's still awkward to say. Global I just call it Global Force. Force because it sounds so much better than GFW. I still don't even like the name. Yeah. No. It sounds very, it's... like, uh, like 12-year-old's... Um, Claw wrestling organization thing. It's better than TNA. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know why they haven't just changed their name to Impact Wrestling. Jesus Christ. I know Global Force makes me think it's like a, a spin off of Power Rangers or something. The right, Global yeah. Force Rangers, you know. <laughs> oh, man. They should totally make the Global Force Rangers. That'd be an awesome idea. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like that, though. Maybe they'll have the global championship and everything. It's a crossover between uh, Power Rangers and Captain Planet. (laughs) Is it Captain Planet? That sounds abysmal. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Planet is, he wants to make sure that there's no, like, pollution. And he's followed around by a bunch of kids. Oh, man, I'd fucking so litter in front of that prick. To make this relative, you know who's responsible for Captain Planet? Who? Ted Turner. Really? Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that was his vision to make Captain Planet. Oh my god. Uh, now, now we can start a fucking rumor from this that Ted Turner's back in the wrestling business. <laughs> and that Captain Planet's gonna be their, like, superhero character for the kids. They already have the theme song. Captain Planet, he's hey, can't a be hero. Any, can't be any fucking worse than... Zero. Can't be any fucking worse than their Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> what do you mean, Mr. Hanky? <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylin, uh Payton, any thoughts on this roster? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> you know who they should get? Stone Cold Steve. <laughs> you know who'd be really great? 
Hulk Hogan from 1990. <laughs> oh, no, I'm man. serious. If they they want another guy to be like, you know, someone they can go to the studio for just to like build up some drama in between matches, fucking sign Stone Cold. If, he, if he's if he's really is on bad terms with WWE right now, which I, I'm not confirming he is or not. I don't fucking know, but that's the big rumor that's going around, and they're still they don't seem like they're working together as much. Fucking take advantage of that. I don't also if you just have him come out every week, just drop some stunners, drink some beers, I'd watch that shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That'd be money. That's all I ever watched Stone Cold for in the first place. I never watched him to watch him wrestle. That's because he couldn't really for a while there. But what are some other people that you think could be a good asset for this? The only person that I thought off the top of my head, other than like some obvious ones, like, well, if they could get AJ Styles, then he's a big enough name. And if they could get Kazarian and Christopher Daniels and some of these TNA guys, you know, that they've got connections to, that'd be good and whatever. But the only person I could think of is Katie Lee Burchill. I actually written an article about this for on smartguymoment.com. It's a little outdated, but people should go back and check that. Ah, there you go. Nice little plug. Mm-hmm. And you have, uh, anybody else have any other ideas, like, people that they'd like to see in there that are underutilized in Ring of Honor or TNA or just... As far as tag teams go, I'd like to see the Briscoe Brothers wrestle the Killer Elite squad. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, AJ Styles is definitely a name in there. You can build the entire company around him. Um, that's a big fuck you to TNA, too. Kevin Owens would have been great, but now, now he's in NXT, so that's off the table. Um... I guess you could bring Johnny Mundo in. Um, I could see them Ooh, signing. Yeah, right. I'm, I could see them signing Del Rio, but I don't want to see that. They um, probably already did. I think everybody else has. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, isn't he like twenty? Like almost twenty champions. He's like the new Ultimo Dragon now. Sure. He's still not shit in his pants though. It's the only thing we want you to do, Del Rio. <laughs> Eventually, he's going to collapse under the weight of carrying all those belts. Um. Fucking Lucha Underground have got a really good guy, uh, Angelico. Guy's fucking awesome. They need to sign him. I still haven't seen a single thing of Lucha Underground. It's a fun show, but it's not something that I can watch on a weekly basis. It's something I can just tune in at a random and just have fun with it. Hmm. I'd like to see Morrison in there. I don't know what his deal with Lucha Underground is, if like it's an exclusive kind of a thing or not. But no, It's not. He's, um, he's wrestled on quite a few indies. I know he was on Dragon Gate USA. I don't think um, Drew Galloway or Drew McIntyre is signed to an exclusive TNA deal, so they could probably get him. It might be an exclusive American deal. Because I think he's allowed to work internationally, and I don't think he's able to work in America. That might be a good point. Um, shit, they might be able to pick up Samoa Joe if he's not signed with WWE yet. Ah, interesting. I gotta assume he's just going to NXT. Maybe. I wouldn't be too certain. We're not like Normally, something like that's... Act- cats out of the bag but I mean at this point like if WWE expressed interest in you and the alternative was to stick in TNA go to Ring of Honor or go to the new Jeff Jarrett thing even though it's the developmental territory I'd go right to NXT yeah but the only thing is he's probably going to take a significant pay cut and at that point it's kind of hard to leverage yourself against the biggest company in the world so I don't know if you'd be comfortable doing that or not because I imagine like a guy like Kevin Owens is making a lot more money than, say, um, what Neville probably was doing there. But um, who knows? Got to be a lot more than somebody like C.J. Parker. <laughs> C.J. Parker ain't making shit no more. <laughs> um, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, bring those in. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those two. Those two would be good. The headbangers. Um, <laughs> they are still wrestling. 
The Young Bucks, definitely bring them in. They're like my favorite tag team outside of WWE. They're definitely worth bringing in. Um, the newly Hall of Famers, the Bushwhackers. Just you know on commentary. What? I'd love those. Like, I'd love just a weekly segment where they were, oh, you fucking hell, Luke, you see why you in the ring? That's right, because the Bucky um, fucking just body slapped him. That's fucking hell. If they made him like Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets. Yeah, that's <laughs> sweet. They're just sitting there in the, the, uh, the box, the sky box the whole time. Oh, shit. I'd watch every week if they did that shit. <laughs> they, need to, they need to hire Cheeseburger. We gotta just do Muppet Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Imagine the person cutting the promo is Beaker. And he's, like, battling on the mic with the fucking Swedish chef. Uh, if you're looking for a Muppet, you can sign Zack Ryder once he gets fired. <laughs> sign a uh, Hornswoggle. <laughs> God, that guy needs to leave the company. Um, we have two injuries to talk about. Jeez. What was that? That was hateful. Dang. Hornswoggle's <laughs> always sucked. I know. I, li- I like Little Bastard. What yeah, about the, uh, the he's even been on TV match. in like a year? So Thank like, God. like he's offensive. <laughs> Thank God he hasn't. That one segment with DX is enough for me to never like him. Oh God! Hey, Triple H pedigreed him. That was sweet. The uh, the court thing. Yeah, is it, but is it we bad also, that I like that? <laughs> we also got to see William Regal put him in a Regal stretch. So you take the good with the bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he needs a stretch. <laughs> he's got a couple inches. Yeah, there's been a couple of good moments. Like that WLC match, when I heard about it, I was like, that's going to be terrible. I actually really enjoyed that match. That was way better. That wasn't his doing, though. That was Drew McIntyre throwing himself through tables and shit. That was was a team effort. Everybody involved in that match. Sure. That was like, like people were touting that as match of the night in that pay per view. I have to go back and watch that. (laughs) Probably sucked now that I've tried to watch it again. I think it was more of a novelty thing, like, ah, Drew's time for a table. Ah." (laughs) Right. They got the little oh, announcers. Look at, look at Jinder Mahal turning babyface. <laughs> I bet you if we go back and watch it, someone clearly throws Drew through the table. Like we're just well, remembering I don't know. Like, we, like we remember Miguel saying Kane's got a shot. <laughs> 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 Maybe it was Chris Benoit and they just edited him out of it. Uh, you know what helped uh, Andrew he for himself for a table? I think he'd be more likable. <laughs> So we have two injuries to talk about. Goldust has confirmed that he is totally injured. He's going to be out of action for two to four months. There was a rumor going around that he was injured and that he would be taking time out, uh, time off. But you know, now he officially just says it. And uh, Sami Zayn has uh, gotten injured too. And damn, it sucks for Sami Zayn because this is right before takeover. He possibly could have won the title back, or at least been, you know, obviously showcased more. He spent all that time away from NXT doing this angle of like coming back and now he's not even going to be able to do that. And he injured himself out of all the times right before that John Cena match and right like during the entrance. Like it wasn't even like he took a sick bump. He was just kind of like celebrating and you know, everybody put your hands up, but ow, not like that because that hurts. Ow. <laughs> that sucks, man. For both of them. Uh, more so for Sami Zayn, of course, because Goldust, he probably would just be wrestling on the live events a lot and stuff like that, but for him too, though, I mean, you know, it sucks for anybody when they're injured, but okay, yeah, I Gold, think, the uh, Goldust thing, I, I'm, I'm sad that Goldust is out, you know, because especially since he's come back this last time, I, I think he's been really entertaining, uh, you know, maybe the best of his career that I've seen. Uh, but his what they were doing, how they kind of screwed up the the feud 
between Stardust and Goldust. They kind of fucked that thing up and, and blew their load too early. And there was really no real resolution. That last match they did was kind of a had a joke ending. Um, so maybe it's good that he's off TV for a while, at least. I mean, it sucks that he's injured, but I think it's good to keep him off TV because that way, if and when he's brought back, it'll be a little more fresh. Uh, so maybe they can run with it at that point. As far as the Sami Zayn thing goes, I mean, you know, like I watched the match on Monday. I thought it was, I mean, considering that he was injured, I thought he put on a hell of a match. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't it wasn't quite to the level like where if he wouldn't have been injured, it would have been. Obviously, because um, I really like Sami Zayn a lot, and and John Cena can work well with just about everybody. I think so. It was a good match considering he was injured. Uh, it really sucks for him. Like you said, Takeover's coming up here. I'm not really sure. Have they announced about what they're going to do with that? Is he on there for sure? Is he off? What are they doing with that? The rumor going around now is the number one contenders match that they've got going on with Hideo Itami, Finn Balor, and Tyler Breeze could possibly be that they do that at the beginning of the show and the winner faces Kevin Owens at the end of the show. And that way nobody looks weak losing to Kevin Owens because they already they are, right. Yeah, that, that'd be a really good idea actually. I could I could see them doing that. That wouldn't that wouldn't be bad booking. So uh, you know, I mean just Best of luck to the guys. Get well soon, both of them, and uh, you know, hope to, hope to see Sami Zayn, you know, make it to the main roster sooner than later. That's that's what I want to see. I so think one of one of the uh, uh, joke sites posted, you know, Sami Zayn demoted to main roster uh, was the headline. <laughs> I like that. So, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's a shame that it happened in the situation that it did. I posted a gif, and all he did was fucking wave his arms a little, and then he was like, "Ow, ow." Fuck. Um, I feel bad for him. Big night gets to wrestle John Cena in Canada, and he gets injured from nothing. I don't know what they're going to do at NXT, but in the long term with his rivalry with Owens, it could benefit him. It's pretty much been that Sami Zayn finally got his win for the NXT title, and then Kevin Owens just turned up and fucked it all up for him. And now he's been on this, like, downslope of being injured. And now it's happened again. So when he finally gets his match with Kevin Owens, it'll be, if he wins, it'll be huge. Um, I could see Kevin Owens being brought up earlier than Sami Zayn, to be quite honest, just because I think there's more you can do with a Kevin Owens. Uh, I worry that a guy like Sami Zayn will get lost in the shuffle. As far as Goldust goes, though, I really don't care. I've seen everything that I want to see from him from uh, his entire career. And the last thing I kind of wanted to see was him versus Cody. Match fucking blue. Peyton, what do you think about these two injuries? Well, I like how you said Goldust is totally injured. <laughs> like every bit of him. <laughs> every fiber of his being is injured. <laughs> no, his little toe is still fine. Yeah. Um, as far as Sami Zayn, so he hurt himself doing his little, like, taunt in the beginning. Yeah, like, you know, you raise your arms up, like, oh, you know, everybody get excited, that kind of a thing. Yeah, he was just standing on the steel steps and throwing his arms up to get the fans excited. And next yeah, he always you know, does that. That's his, like, just, his, his entrance taunt every time. Like, Yeah, he just starts so holding weird. his arm awkwardly. Huh. Weird. Yep. <laughs> Do you guys think that this is going to really screw up the whole takeover thing? Like, it's just not going to be as good? Nah. They'll, 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 this is developmental. I mean, things change on a dime all the time anyway. That's what they're used to down there. Um, and if it is not that good, 
people shouldn't be upset because again, this is developmental. It's it's shocking that we get as consistent a quality as we do down there. This is supposed to be the place where people are normally making mistakes and having problems and weird shit happens. So it, it's cool. Yeah, I think Takeover is going to be a good show no matter what. So Sami Zayn or not, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Here's the thing: if we ever get a stinker between two jacked up guys, you can't really complain because that's their ground to learn to wrestle on. The only difference is, is they have the network now, so there's more pressure. Very true. It's almost unfair. It is almost unfair, but at the same time, you do find out who your elite talent is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sink or swim kind of a thing. And I think that's sometimes good. I mean, once, you, once you've trained them in the facility that they have, I mean, they can't get any better than that. After that, you're kind of on your own. You're either going to fuck up or you're not. Yeah, because it's not like they're signing them for a contract and they're immediately putting them in a title match on NXT. Like, they're going through the Performance Center. They're doing live events ahead of time. They're wrestling in the back. They're training before the shows. Like, and what they're you doing their practice and stuff. It's, back in the territory days, it was quite common to have your first match on a televised event. You would probably be jobbing out for some big fat guy that was over in the territory. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And getting destroyed and... If you fucked up, you fucked up. If you did well, you did well. All right, guys. I think that'll do us in for the hot tags. Leave us your comments on all these different kind of subject matters below. Tell us what you think about that. And we are going to take a break with the rest hold. We're going to come back after that with uh, Melbag and Belt or Berry. Stay tuned. It's time for the rest hold. This is the part of the program that's kind of a commercial break with a couple extra segments mixed in where I fill you in on what you need to be aware of that's going down with Smart Out Moment and some other A Mango Tree branches for this week, including, of course, the outside interference articles, what I've written for websites beyond Smart Out Moment. Usually that's Bleach Report and eWrestling News, and uh, of course, I've written something for Bleacher Report, the booking mistakes that must be avoided on the way to WWE Payback 2015. And uh, I'm recording this Tuesday night, and I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to be writing for a wrestling news. I might be putting something up about Global Force Wrestling, might be putting something up about the uh, state of WWE in general, or maybe NXT or something, I don't know. So if I did write something up, you'll find that in the YouTube description below. And if I didn't, or just in general, if you have any suggestions of what you would like to see me write on these different websites or on smartcapmoment.com, leave a comment below. Tell me what ideas you'd like to see. Uh, you can find links to anything that I do end up writing, though, of course, on Facebook and Twitter for both Tony Mango and Smart Out Moment. You can find them on the Bleacher Report and eWrestling News profiles on the pages themselves. Or, of course, you can find the links on the homepage of SmartOutMoment.com underneath the Outside Interference section. The Smart My Words comment of the week goes to Silent Doom. Chucky's dad was named Chaz, and he wasn't sleazy. Oh, you know, you know he was. You know he had to be. <laughs> he also uh, got the joke right that we, I had j- joked about before and felt bad about it, but uh, apparently I'm not the only person who's bad enough to think of the joke, but the whole Vern Ganya Ganya not Ganya live anymore thing. <laughs> Office Space is such a good movie. It's a terrible joke to make when somebody dies, but it's still, it was something that popped in my head. I'm glad I'm not the only one who's horrible enough to think of it. But 
Thank you, Solomon of Doom, for sending that in. Thank you to everybody else who left your comments and participated in all the different avenues you can tell us to mark your words. One of those is the Facebook group that we have, facebook.com slash group slash the Mega Maniacs. That's where we goof off throughout the week and post whatever nonsense we feel like about Raw and SmackDown and wrestling in general and, I don't know, whatever we decide to do. So, if you're on Facebook and you want to join in on the fun, then make sure you sign up for facebook.com slash group slash themegamaniacs. As part of the Sign Me Up initiative, if you bring a smart-out moment sign to any wrestling-related events that you attend in the near future, send a picture or a video of yourself to me, and you'll get a spotlight on the website and on the next episode of Smack Talk. Now, another way that you can help the website out is if you have some spare change and you want to throw it our way, you can do that in three different methods. Patreon.com slash SmartOutMoment, the PayPal donation button at the bottom of SmartOutMoment.com, and the YouTube channel is a fan funding one. So if you go to the homepage of YouTube.com slash SmartOutMoment, you will find a little part on the right-hand side that says support this channel. Go ahead and follow those directions, and every little bit helps. So thank you, everybody, for all your support. Now, if you want to hear more of our opinions and you are a fellow geek, then you want to listen to what we do over at fanboysanonymous.com, my sister website for Smart Out Moment that deals with all the nerdy things that we're fond of. You can find those podcasts outside of the articles on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash fanboysanonymous. And our other podcast under A Mango Tree, which is for general bullshit and just random topics and all that, is the All Talk Show. We do that live on MegapowersRadio.com randomly, and we tell you in advance when we decide to do them randomly by going on Facebook.com slash AllTalkShow. But if you can't catch it live and join in on the conversation when we're recording it, then you can listen to the archived version on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash AllTalkShow. And if you are interested in joining the Smart Count Moment team, we've got positions for writers and editors and a bunch of different other things, so send in your applications using the contact form of the website, and I will get back to you with more information as soon as I can. And that'll do us in for the rest hold, everybody. It's time to get into our two main events of the night. We're going to do the mailbag, we're going to do belt or bury. After that, we're going to end up doing our fantasy league. So we still got a lot of show coming your way. Stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back. Welcome back from the rest hold, everybody. We are going to do our two main events for the evening. The belt or berry is coming up in the next part, but this part is going to be the monthly mailbag, our mailbag questions for May. The couple of questions that you guys had sent in. Uh, over the course of the past couple of weeks. I think this one was like a bigger stretch than the last one. So we got uh, four questions here from four different people. Let's go through them one by one. Sent in from Peter is, do you watch any independent wrestling? What indie wrestlers do you guys like? And where do you see them in the future? I don't watch really any indie wrestling because I only check out WWE. The only one that I do check out is part of the one that I am uh, working with, and that's Old Time Wrestling in Williamstown, New Jersey. And they've got quite a bit of people that I think are actually really, really talented and could go far. There's uh, Mick Drake, there's Brian Johnson, Andy Bivians, Bazooka Joe, Adam Chandler, Justin Pusser, good old Chris Dace. 
you know, I think that a lot of these guys are really, really talented, and um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if a good portion of them made it somewhere. Um, you know, the the more popular ones, the the Dragon Gates and stuff like that. But I don't really check out like CZW. I don't really check out uh, Shimmer or Glow or uh, I don't even check out Ring of Honor and TNA. Like that's how bad I am when it comes to indie wrestling. But what about you guys? Any particular standouts that you guys see? As where as to where all these indie workers will be living off welfare because there's no money in pro wrestling. <laughs> yep. Um, as far as as far as giving a legitimate answer goes, I watched little bits here and there. I watched a bit of um, Ring of Honor now and again. Can't really call New Japan an indie wrestling. Uh, Global Force, I'll give a chance. Lucha Underground, I'll watch on occasion. But ever since I got out of the business, I don't care for indie wrestling because when it comes down to it, it's a guy wearing leather baggy pants because he's too self conscious about fucking wearing tights, and he's really skinny and boring. That's pretty much indie wrestling in a nutshell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in any indie wrestling. Every time I watch it, I feel like I'm watching, like, I don't know, like I'm watching a high school play. <laughs> like... That's a good equivalent, though. Wait, who yeah. was that that said, yeah? Did we add somebody to the show here? Nah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Uh... Oh, it's Drew. Hi, Drew. You've ruined everything. God damn it. Fuck. We were just trying to make it casual, but now you made it force. I made anyways, it weird. When it comes to global force, <laughs> there we go. But no, I I don't really watch much indie wrestling. The only indie wrestling I will watch is if I want to go back and watch someone else's indie. If if, for example, Wega will mention someone. And you're like, yeah, this guy had a good match with someone. And every once in a while, I'll go back and watch a certain person's match. Like he a while ago, he was talking about some of Adrian Neville's matches with uh, Finn Balor, I believe. And I've gone back and watched those. And I, you know, I'll do that. But I don't watch any wrestling cur- currently. But I, I am curious to watch Lucha Underground, possibly uh, Global Force, when uh, that comes around. The only one I really watch, uh, and it's not even really by design, uh, just because it happens to come on right after Saturday Night Live on Saturday night is Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, I, I watch, you know, I'll occasionally see it about half the time. Uh, I enjoy parts of it. You know, there you got guys like AJ Styles. You got the Briscoes. Uh, you know, I like Jay Lethal. Of course, Cheeseburger. Uh, he's pretty good. I love Cheeseburger. Uh, well, I think he's uh, got a future in um, McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. I like bacon cheeseburger better. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, I've never really watched any of the other videos. <laughs> Just moving right along there. Uh, so I don't really have too much to add there. <laughs> Second question is from Declan Macquarie. Did any of you guys play in any sports teams earlier in your life or even right now? If so, what sport was it that you played? What position did you play? And how long were you on the team? Nope. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, a part of any of that. Okay, so remember how I went back to that skinny guy in the leather pants, terrible in the ring? The that Alan was Tony. Oh, that was you? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a bit of indie wrestling for a while. I've considered going into MMA, probably dabble in it, nothing special. Go the Chris Jericho method? 
yeah, I'll do the Chris Jericho method. I mean, I'm already hosting a podcast. I've already done wrestling. <laughs> so, shit, if I can um, star in a fucking dog pukey YouTube series, it'll be great. Yeah, there you go. You might have some legal uh, trouble with that one. Huh? Comedy Central now, though, so like, you got you to gotta get up there as well. Yeah, I was never a sports guy. Um, I, you know, I appreciate like watching some sports, and I can't even really watch most of them for the most part. Like, I cannot sit through an entire basketball game. That is so boring to me. So playing That's basketball, it's more fun. But even that, I still am just gonna go and like, well, what's the point? We're just going back and forth. Like, <laughs> and I had really bad asthma as a kid. It's gotten better over the years, but that, of course, prevented me from doing that too because. You know, you're, you run around. Was you around. the douche kid that got his fucking mom to write him a note so he could skip physical education? No, I didn't do that. Oh, <laughs> I did skip one class through that, though. I skipped woodshop. Because I was just like, I don't fucking want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> this that is, is kind dumb. of a stupid fucking class. Yeah, I knew uh, well in advance that I wasn't going to do anything that had to do anything with woodshop. And I was just like, you know what? Why risk, like, my allergies flaring up and going through that kind of crap? I'll just, you know, get a... Automatic pass, you know, do my homework and shit instead. But no, I, I never really got into sports. And when you don't get into sports as a kid, that pretty much dictates that you're not going to be in sports for the most part. I don't know really anybody that was uh, fond of sports that didn't stick with it, and people that weren't that became fond of it later on. Like, you know, so I never played because I never really cared and. The most I ever did was, like, gym class and shit. You know, yell at those people for not putting up both their hands and stuff. <laughs> Drew, I know that you are in uh, tennis at the very least. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've actually He's actually played... into baseball. He just keeps bringing the wrong fucking thing. <laughs> no, I've actually played almost every... I put, I've played a lot of sports. I remember when I I played soccer. That was like the first sport I ever remember playing. I could see you being a soccer person. Let's see, yeah, soccer. I've, uh, that was like when I was like six to no, that was when I was like through to until I was like ten. Soccer was actually probably the sport I was best at for my age. So I'm actually kind of disappointed I quit that. But no, oh, uh, something I'd seen it doesn't do. By the way, he doesn't quit. But um, no, I played football from like third grade to eighth grade. And I was like a, I don't know, a position wide receiver because I'm small and white. That tends yeah, to like help. Yeah, <sighs> shut up. Hey, I'm just saying. No, I don't make racist jokes. That <laughs> no, was like, no, I'm, I'm just saying it. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I was like the whitest kid on the team. I really. Oh, I was, <laughs> Drew, put the shovel down. Just <laughs> I'm burying myself, if anything, so. Look at it like that. Yeah, you're That's always burying yourself. <laughs> you're yeah, digging yourself kid on into the a hole. Team, so Stop it. It doesn't matter anyway. Stop! So it didn't matter. So let's see. I played basketball for a while. I still play basketball. I played tennis in high school. I golfed a little bit. I dabbled in that, really. I don't know. Played Except that wanted me to wrestle. Field hockey. <laughs> but, uh, foot hockey, nah. I've always, I always wanted to play lacrosse. lacrosse I totally was just going to bring up lacrosse. I could see you being a lacrosse person. Yep. I, I ran track. I uh, almost ran cross country, but I didn't want to fucking run because they do too much running. <laughs> it's pretty much the whole point of it. Yeah, well, I think well, they do that uh, run thing. I ran, except for well, I, I ran run? track, and the coaches thought that I'd be a great cross country runner, and they thought I'd be like varsity right away. So they were like, "Yeah, come run." So during the summer, I went to their workouts in the beginning, and then I, I and they ran like six or seven miles for their practices. 
And I was just like, I fucking don't want to do this. So I just stopped that because that would – no, I'm that that was not me. Like I didn't want Remember, that. kids, if you're talented at something and it's too hard, don't do it. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. I ran track. Like I played tennis, um, football, basketball, baseball. I played from like sixth until I was like in 10th grade. So I really played a lot of sports. I, I just look like someone who wouldn't play sports, but I've really done a lot of stuff. So, yep, that's me. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> well, thank you. I uh, tried really hard on that one, so. Mm. <laughs> I used to play baseball. Yeah. You know a lot about baseball, baseball, though. I do know a lot about baseball. Well, so old, old baseball. Yeah. What position were you? Uh, third base. Oh, that's cool. I was first base, so you could have... I was uh... going to say the bowl, but okay, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, people just used to beat me up with bats. <laughs> you know, Tony, you, were, um, you mentioned that story about that uh, person in your gym class that you yelled at. Yeah. You know what she probably wants? She wants me to just give her a hand and something. She wants these hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Maybe uh, the whole Peyton being the ball thing, getting beaten up with the bats thing, maybe that applies with Drew and cross-country. They were just like, yeah, you should be cross-country. You should just, like, run across the country. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb, did you ever do any sports? Uh, No. No, I did not. Uh, I was always the band. All right, that's all for that question. I know, right? Uh, No, I was was in marching band, so I was at all the football games, but I never paid attention to them. Uh, I was always goofing off with my friends or flirting with girls or something. Uh, yeah. So I was I was there and, you know, kind of goofing around with that. But, you know, never really played any sports. In fact, like sports weren't even something that I was raised around. I mean, there was never sports on at my house. I, you know, I never saw like a, a sporting match on the television. Uh, <laughs> you can tell now if you're referring to exactly. it as a sporting match. Because I call it a sporting match. Uh, but, you know, like I've, I've you know... I, just, I never saw I an boring. athletic competition. Exactly. What are those? No, no goal units. Uh, so, like, I've never watched a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I've seen bits and stuff here and there. I've been to Super Bowl parties, but I've uh, never really watched a football game. Uh, I can go at the wall. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what are you doing at the party? He goes to a fucking Super Bowl party. He's like, ah, what base did he run to? <laughs> exactly. I'll go to the Super Bowl party. I'll eat all the food, drink all the beer, and then like play with their dogs and cats and enjoy <laughs> the game. Uh, but I hope you know wow. these people. You know, you <laughs> no, just random strangers. Yeah, just. you wouldn't play with fucking Trish's animal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a lot of sports. I don't know. Just kind of bore me. I can go see baseball live, but I can't watch it on TV. Uh, about the only sport that I can actually watch on TV a little bit is basketball because uh, I like how it's fast paced. I can't stand like the. The slower paced ones, at least in my opinion, slower paced, which I consider uh, like soccer and even hockey, even though they're going back and forth. Any game where there can be an hour goes by in the game and the score is still zero to zero, you lost me. I'm not interested. Uh, what? So, what? I, I was just going to ask, what did you play in the band? Saxophone. 
and oh, percussion. Oh, dude, same here. Nice. Whoa. Awesome. Well, was, oh, was my it, God. Small world. Well, it's always tenor, like that's alto, a main part of bands. Uh, <laughs> most, mostly baritone sax, but oh, I also okay. played alto I was, and tenor. I, I played the alto, so we're pretty yeah, good. There you go. De- Declan right now is listening to this just face palm. This, yeah, this is not sports at all. So, so in other words, to answer your question, who is the question asker on this one? Declan. Declan. Declan, uh, no, I have never done any sports, uh, so there you go. He's never participated in any sporting matches. No sporting matches for this guy. Well, Kaylin, you don't have to worry because he probably already fell asleep during Drew's answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for about a week there, I was doing uh, cross-country for another week. I did badminton another week. I was doing curling. (laughs) I play, like, every fucking sport at one point in my life. I don't mean to brag. In high school, I was, like, the shot-putt king. I mean, (laughs) The shot putt? What, what the fuck is that? You don't know what a shot putt is? Oh, I thought you said shot putt. I was like, he is that a picture of putt Yeah, putt? that's what it's called. Hey, Drew, have you played rugby? Rugby? No, I never have. So you yeah, haven't played every sport, have you? I said almost every sport. I played some games of uh, Red Rover. <laughs> Ooh, Red Rover's pretty fun. You know, we were. I wish we had like a dodgeball team or something like that. Kickball. I was a master at kickball. Master. I heard, you have, to kick, I heard you have to kick the ball in that one. Well, you know, you know how like uh, you know, I have uh, to. <laughs> that Peyton was just hit by bats in baseball. Yeah, just Rochambeau. What people just kicked you? <laughs> uh, Silent Wind of Doom. Oh wait, no, he's fuck ass, right? That's what it was. Um, he <laughs> sends us. I'm just gonna go with Sean's question from the Ask Him on episode 180. Did you blow your load at prom? Bonus question: Is it Chandler or Chandelier? So, Drew, was it Chandler or was it Chandelier? we got to clear that up. Okay. I don't even know what that's referring to off the top of my head, so that's the sad part. I'm going to go with Chandler, though. <laughs> you know, oh, you knew it was The answer was Chandler. I don't know. Okay. Chandler, well, if it's a name, it's Chandler. It, but if it's, like, uh, a Chandelier, it's Chandelier. But in, oh, some cases, oh, in some cases, it might be both. So I'm going to go with my final, final answer of both. Now you got to answer the other one. Oh, what happened to pl- uh, prom? <laughs> well, what happened to prom is you know we uh, took some pictures, you know, uh, went on a nice dinner. We got to prom, danced a little bit, you know. Uh, you know what? I was actually kind of disappointed. They didn't have like a fruit punch bowl, you know, because they're afraid people will put stuff in it. But you I was like I was the one, when you the one the fucking, fucking thing I was looking forward to was a fruit punch bowl. I didn't get that, so I was pissed off. But uh, to answer your question, a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, no, I, no hang on, hang on. So how about this? How about this? Hang on. No, I didn't. There you go. We had a, we had a curfew, and we had to be back by a certain time. Well, it's a good thing Drew doesn't have to worry about the gentleman rule, because he's not kissing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm assuming, Peyton, your answer to this would be no, since you said before you didn't go to prom, you went, what was it, uh... I took two fine young ladies, one of them being a redhead, uh, for a night out on the town where we went to a carnival, we went playing pool, and we did everything that wasn't going to lay-mass prom. And then, just as the prom was letting out, we crashed the outside and took pictures in front of the stagecoach. I didn't think prom was that bad. I actually had a good time, so... I don't know, I I think it's more of, like, who you're with and, like, you know, the atmosphere Mm -hmm. of it, but... That was the only one I ever went to. So, it, so what you're trying to say is Payton's a loser? I mean, I think no, I, I'm not saying say. that. I didn't go. Wait, I, I'd I be offended. Hold on, oh, I didn't yeah? go to prom in yeah. high school. My girlfriend just happens to be a senior in high school, so I just kind of got roped into it. So, I, I, I'm sorry. How many dates did you guys have for prom? Because 
I had two. You didn't go to prom, so you didn't have any. <laughs> That's true. He's got you that one. I did go to prom. I just went in the last five minutes. So there. As far as prom goes in England, it's never been a real big deal until probably the last couple of years that I was in high school. And I just didn't see the appeal. I got drunk as fuck at a skate park and hung out with my friends. I went to uh, two proms. I went to my junior prom and my senior prom. And uh, one of them, yes, I did get lucky. The other one, not so much. Um, And like one of them, we went to this lame after prom that the school put on. But you know it was it was all right. We did, we did shit. Like, yeah. Our school doesn't do that for some reason. But that was that was one where I did not get lucky. So the other one I did. I think did you guys uh, were your proms at your school because mine all no. my dances except for homecoming were always outside of the school. No, my prom the prom that I went to it was in a fancy hotel in uh, Indianapolis. So they 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 usually go all out for proms cuz it's you know self funded for the most part so for the past at least since i've been in high school they've been going to the same place mm-hmm. which is not at my high school but you know uh Kaylin mentioned like uh the after prom stuff you, our school doesn't have one which is unfortunate cuz like i've heard others have like bounce houses and shit which sounds fucking awesome oh <laughs> sounds like true stuff. Sounds like a good money opportunity. Wow. Well, true. One of those. If, if your prom didn't have a bounce house, then that's on fucking you, isn't it? Eh, you know, they didn't inquire about it, so... You didn't I, bring it up. That's your Yeah, you're meant, to, you're meant to upsell. I, you know, I didn't want to do work that day. This is why anyways. your parents aren't leaving you the business. They're it's not leaving my sister the business either, so... Leaving me it. Yeah. I was about <laughs> Leave to it to you. Oh, okay. oh my bad. I don't think anyone's going to be too happy to hear about this. <laughs> Why would she be upset? She gets fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. On the same kind of similar topic, though, Wolf Jones, good name, Wolf Jones. No Wolf Blitzer, but it's close. <laughs> this is not Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got the worst. <laughs> Created by Dick Wolf. Uh, he says, "Do you guys prefer tits, legs, or ass on a chick?" Hope I used the chick reference right. I like them having all three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, here's the thing. To answer that question, that is such a BS question because I've I remember when I was younger, I was a I was a boob guy easily, but now that I'm an adult, I'm fine with all three, and it's and now I I, I was gonna say ass, but thinking about it, all three are nice. So it's a, and I don't want to cop out and say I, I take all. But I might have to do that unless one of you guys can convince me. Yeah, you gotta basically you gotta rank them. What's the rank them? What you know? What's the thing? If you had somebody, you had three people standing next to each other. One of them had, uh, you know, amazing tits, not great legs, not great ass, that kind of a thing, and it balances out. Whatever, which one? uh, I'm glad that you cut that short. I thought you was gonna explain every fucking scenario. (laughs) So, so so let's do it like this. Say you have uh, Stacy Keebler. Or Paige or Nikki Bella. Wait, what does Paige have? She's fucking flat everywhere. She's got an ass. What are you talking about? That ass no, she doesn't. Like, yes, she does. No, she go Naomi for the fucking ass. Fucking look at it. Go with Naomi for the ass, because she actually has an ass. Fucking Paige well, They all have asses. <laughs> Paige, <laughs> okay, everyone, Paige everyone. has got that fucking Elliot Reed ass where it's like flat like cardboard. You are fucking blind. No, Paige, no, Paige has a... He's only colorblind. 
Paige has a little tushy. I, I used to give her. You think I like Paige? Then she's only black and white. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I will say one thing. She has gained a booty over the past year, so good for her. So I'm a boob guy, more so than you know. Oh wait, we're legs. doing uh, this. Isn't uh, the uh, Divas tournament we're talking about? <laughs> no, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'll belittle them again then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we'll get in the horrible, <laughs> okay, horrible mode in that point. But I've never seen the big deal about legs. Um, to me, legs are like you either have good-looking legs or horrible legs. It's just sort of, you know, you look at like a Stacey Keebler. Yeah, she's got big, uh, long legs with like, you know, they're obviously toned and everything like that. Yeah, okay. But I don't see anything wrong with any of the other legs of anybody else on the roster. Like, that's not a, you know, a distinguishable feature to me. You got to have ugly uh, ugly legs. Ugly eggs. Ugly Ugly eggs. eggs. (laughs) For me to pay attention to your legs, you know. And an ass is like, yeah, you know, uh, you compare boobs to asses, I'm going to In most cases, if you have an ass, you have legs to go with it. That's the way I've always looked at it. No, not at all. No. It's Yeah, if it's a fit girl, then yes. Thick girls usually don't have nice legs. (laughs) Fit girls. You know know what I'm saying, fit birds? You know, fit girls usually don't have nice asses. Ooh, good point. Good point. They have bony asses. There's nothing shit about bones. Bony jabronis. If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ass, boobs, legs. There you go. Because I'm not. Fuck I'm me! It took way too long to get to that answer. You never go ass to boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, way go, Kalen, Payton. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever played that, 10 points for you. That was me. Oh, never mind. And now Tony's video is going to get taken down. (laughs) Now somebody has to play, I'm a boob man. No, that'll just be the outro. I guess I'm kind of opposite of Tony, uh, I would have to say. I I like, of of those, I mean. What, you're fat and you don't show your hair? Exactly. No, the the (laughs) three, uh, what trumps those three, even though it's not part of the question, I'd take a pretty face over all those any day. Yeah, that's, that's you know, obviously. That trumps it. But if I have to go based on those three, I'd probably say I'd probably say good legs first. Uh, I don't know. I think that's that's, you know, nice toned legs. Um, ass is is close behind. Get it behind. Uh, uh, ass probably second. Uh, as, as far as as far as boobs go, I mean, as long as they're not, you know, too big or too small or too saggy or whatever, you know, just. I'm I'm pretty good with uh, just about any kind there. I mean, just as long as they're nothing too objectionable. I've been never been super fascinated <laughs> about the human boob. Like the term objectionable. Like yes, <laughs> some you're like you know making out with somebody, take the shirt off. Those are highly objectionable. I object. <laughs> I am offended at these breasts that you have. <laughs> But no, you know, just as long as there's, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not really into super huge ones. Like, you know, more than a handful is, is, you know, unnecessary. You know what I've so. never understood when people are like, oh, the bigger the better, and then you show these like freaks of nature with like, mm-hmm. they're like each boobs weigh like weighing like I don't know like thirty pounds or something. They're like some part of a freak show in a carnival or whatever, and it's just like, the fuck are you thinking? That's terrible. Yeah, I've never really been a fan of the fake ones. Like, honestly, between Nikki and Brie, I'd have to go with Brie just because it's, I don't know, more natural, more, uh, I don't know, seems healthier to me. The other kind just seems too 
fake. I mean, no, they're fun to play with too. Now, but what? Brie looks sick now. Now, yeah, she looks kind of weird, but it's probably living on a diet of like some weird algae or some shit. No, she lives on a <laughs> yeah, diet she's on the of Daniel five-hour Bryan energy. Now. Oh man, imagine having to cook dinner for him. Oh poor, Jesus, poor bastard. It's like, so can we go to, like, Wendy's or something? Uh, no, I don't think that they have anything healthy enough there. The, I think we can their, only their eat is... Panera Bread or Glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their lettuce is in the vicinity of burgers, and I don't like that. Faden, <laughs> you didn't answer. I didn't? I don't think you did. No. He's like, where's my Billy Gunn clip? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like a nice pair of Greenish blue eyes. Not part of the question. What uh, is it? Let you like me. <laughs> okay, you gotta leave it like that. <laughs> dead air, dead air, dead air. Uh, you want me to play the Billy Gunn clip again? <laughs> How can uh, you be dodging this question when Drew answered the prom one? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a sexually crazed pig like you guys. Fuck you. I am, I am a respectable. <laughs> Let's quote from the the last uh, tournament. Chewed gum face, Emma. <laughs> well, that's not being a sex crazed pig. That's me telling her that she's fucking ugly. <laughs> oh, that makes it sex crazy. This guy was asking a legitimate question. I was trying to give him an honest answer. All women are beautiful. All you women out there listening. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, like, there's some real fucking trolls let's, out yeah. there. Let's rein that like, back a little bit here. <laughs> all right, except for like, a couple dogs. Su- you know who you are. I mean, if you do some fucking random name search on Facebook, you'll find a real jab of the hood. It's fucking terrible. Uh, by default, 50% of them are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what averages work out, though. Oh, I, maybe all I right, guys, so if you're waiting for the Divas tournament, this is pretty much it right here. <laughs> yeah, except it's more localized just specifically to certain people. Oh, yes. <laughs> so that will be coming up. I don't know when I'm going to do that yet, but maybe in July? I don't know. Depends so when you guys want to request it or something. So Maybe. Huh. We'll Back see. by popular demand. <laughs> so, so Payton's is not going to answer this question. Uh, I'm assuming not. Uh, so we're going to say that he likes guys. Let's see. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a big fan of Roman Reigns' ass. He's a, he's a he's Dick Wolf. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Belt or Barry Daniel Bryan coming up next. Everyone, uh, click on that next video if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're on iTunes and Stitcher, then all you got to do is wait about five seconds. We will be right back. Welcome back to the second main event of the night. This is going to be our fifth edition of Belt or Bury. If you're unfamiliar with what that is, it's kind of simple. You take a wrestler. In this case, it's going to be Daniel Bryan. And you talk about whether or not WWE has, out of these two options, which they should do. Should you continue on the path of championships? Or in the case of some other people, you know, if they haven't won a championship, should they win one? Or should you take the opposite route, demote them, not even uh, give them a chance at a championship, possibly even release them. There's a lot of different variables that can come into play, but that's kind of where the fun comes in. But basically it boils down to that. You either have the choice between you push the person towards the title or you take them away from the title scene. 
And we're going to talk about Daniel Bryan because of the situation with the Intercontinental Championship that's going on right now. To give a little backstory behind this and why this was chosen, Daniel Bryan had his WWE Championship win over John Cena back at SummerSlam in 2013, and immediately afterward, cashed in on by Randy Orton, doesn't get the title back over the next couple of months, but he finds his way into the main event of WrestleMania despite not being in the Royal Rumble because the fans just demanded it. WWE caved in, and instead of having Batista win the title or Randy Orton retain the title, we get Daniel Bryan as the champion. Awesome. You know, fantastic. Problem ends up happening right afterward, though, where his injuries catch up to him, and after defending the title at Extreme Rules... He wastes a couple months and eventually just has to give up the title. Spends almost the entirety of 2014 after that on the uh, injury list. Comes back. People start thinking maybe he's going to win the title again. Not the case. But he does win something at WrestleMania. He wins the Intercontinental title. Pretty cool, right? At least he's going to be a champion in that regard. Then he gets another injury. And now he's sitting out again for an indeterminate amount of time. Of course, there's a possibility he might not come back at all, and if he does, it might not be for a while. It could be June, it could be July, it could be fucking November, for all we know. And even if he does come back, he might not come back in good enough shape to be able to build around a title. Uh, So there's a lot of different things that can come into play here, but before I go through my opinion and run that all that down and whatever like that, I'm going to give you guys a chance to talk about this. Daniel Bryan, belt or bury? What do you do with the guy? Who wants to go first? All right, so since I'm editing out a portion where uh, everybody just kind of <laughs> fucked up and stuff, <laughs> Drew, you're going to go first anyway. Uh, I never said I wanted to go first. Too bad, you're going to do it. I guess so, because everyone else is bitches around here. But anyways, when it comes to Belt or Barry, this is a segment that uh, I don't really care much for. However, I will give you my in-depth uh, opinion on uh, the Daniel Bryan. Aside for the fact that he's on my fantasy team because, you know, the Drew Crew or fucking shithead losers is life nowadays. Daniel Bryan has been my favorite wrestler ever since I've gotten back in wrestling. So my opinion might be a little biased. But at the same time, I, I like to I'm going to try to be fair about all this. He's been injured essentially for the past year other than that three month period where he got, wasn't injured and got the IC title. I mean, the rumors right now is that he's going to be out for until June, I believe. So whether or not you want to keep the title on him until then is up to you. But I'm more, I feel like I I don't believe he's going to be out for too long when it comes to his current injury right now because they would have said something by now instead of keeping it hush hush for the most part. They didn't keep the first one hush hush, so I don't understand why they do it now. But when it comes to whether or not it's belt or bury with the guy, that 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 is tricky because uh, over the past year and a half, he's proven that he uh, can't stay uninjured. Now they really haven't talked much about his current injury, whether it's uh, the same injury he had before or just uh, he just like did something to aggravate it. Uh, no one really knows for sure. But the injury he did have last year was very serious. It was talk about him not being able to wrestle again, or talks about him uh, having to change up his style because of it. And there was also talks that he might be out for even longer than what he should have been. So he's a liability pretty much when it comes to having the belt on him. However, whether or not you want to go into the Shawn Michael route with him, he could, he would easily, easily thrive in because he could put other talent over. 
I would put a belt on him for the standpoint that I would give him one more chance with it. And if he gets injured again, then fuck, I wouldn't trust him with a lead pipe. But for the most part, the fans are going to cheer for him no matter what because the, the internet fan, it doesn't matter what you do. The internet's going to freak out if Brian does not get a title of any sorts for the most part. And I feel like it would just do more harm than good just to not give him a title. Also, for the most part, I just would rather see him with a title just because from it, that this is just a fan's perspective. But I would at least give him one more chance to send you. So I will give him the belt, but with caution for the most part. Peyton, what do you think? Is this too much of a liability or should he get a third strike? Or is he just uh, somebody who's bankable enough that you're willing to take the risk? Well, when we're off the air... Uh, as if we don't say stupid enough things while we're on the air. You should hear some of the debates that we have off the air where we, like, pick each member of Fanboys Anonymous and decide what Pokemon they would be if they were a Pokemon. <laughs> or, if we're just, or just going to swap people's names around. <laughs> <laughs> so, we yeah. do come to consensus things about this, though. <laughs> that's, that's a good yeah. part. Um, what does this have to do with anything? I'm, I'm leading to that, Drew. Okay, yes. okay, there we go. Uh, one night we were debating whether Daniel Bryan would uh, be a suspenders or a belt guy. And uh, <laughs> during that conversation, I said, well, he must be suspenders because you can't put a belt on the guy or he gets injured. <laughs> so I'm going to follow that up there. Daniel Bryan, you could not rely on him in any type of capacity like that anymore. He had a shot multiple times. Um, I understand it happened so late in his career. They did the slow burn for him, as they should have. It was the right story. The the guy is just so old now, and I think that's why he's getting all these injuries. He's been beating himself up for so long. He he needs to go, go back. You don't need to have a title to be somebody important. I'm not saying they should drop the guy and send him off somewhere. Um, and if Daniel Bryan really does have that heart of a competitor and that heart of a performer, then he can work through it and either put on a good show in the spot that he's in or maybe win the favor and get himself back into that position where he can win a title. But for the immediate future, I mean, especially because he's injured right now, but even after he comes back, I, I wouldn't put belt anywhere near him. And uh, since two people went down already, I'm going to echo pretty much the same thing from my opinion out there. Yeah, I can't trust Daniel Bryan with a title. And I think for that matter, they should just get rid of the Intercontinental Championship from him right now. I don't want to wait for a month, two months, three months, five months, whatever it would be, for him to drop the title. If you're going to have him drop the title, then have him just abandon it now. That way he saves a little bit of face, and he can still challenge for championships. I mean, that's perfectly fine. Just don't trust him to be the person that holds all the responsibility. If they gave him you know, U.S. title, Intercontinental, or God forbid the world title again, and you know a month later he gets another injury, well... You're fucked again for a championship, and that can't happen in that too short of a time period. It's different if you've been wrestling in WWE for 10 years, and that's happened three times to you over the course of 10 years. Sure. But when you get, you know, the main spot in the company and you go down with an injury, it's unfortunate. But when you get another opportunity like that, it's the same time frame, too. Yeah, he wins at WrestleMania, he drops it right afterward. Who's to say, you know, he takes a couple months off, they start building him up, they give him another title run at WrestleMania, it doesn't happen for a third time. And, you know, the championship means more than Daniel Bryan. 
kind of is odd to say that when championships are always devalued, but that title is going to be around longer in the company than Daniel Bryan will be. Whether it's moved into another championship for a little bit or sticks around the way that it looks or changes its appearance or what, you know, it's more important for Daniel Bryan to be wrestling and getting the audience and stuff. And he can do that without the title. And then there's the importance of the Intercontinental Championship. So I got to go with you got to put him more on the Barry side and make him, you know, lose to some people. It's okay for Daniel Bryan to lose. People will bitch, but you know what? They're going to bitch about anything. So the hell with those fans. <laughs> Kalen, what do you think? Belt or Barry, Daniel Bryan? Uh, kind of like Drew said, uh, ever since I got back into WWE, uh, he's been one of my favorites, one of my favorite superstars on the roster, you know. But unfortunately, like like you and Mike were saying, I mean, with with the, his history of injuries, especially in the last couple of years, you just can't trust him with the belt right now. I mean, maybe someday in the future, but I I, I even kind of doubt that. I mean, we we had the moment, we had the time, you know, the in in 2013 and 2014, sort of the the build between SummerSlam where he got it and immediately was taken away, and then the fight against the Authority, and then he had like that fairy tale ending at WrestleMania 30. And that was great. And he was on top of the world. And, you know, that was a crazy week for him with, you know, getting married and his dad dying and everything. But uh, it was it would I think that was the moment. And that's definitely I think I don't think that could be anything beyond that that would be his peak of his career. That, that's got to be the peak of his career. Um, so as much as I hate to say it, I, I don't think he should be given uh, especially the world title anytime soon. Uh, I agree that he should drop the Intercontinental Championship. And, you know, because he was he was gone for so long with injury. They brought him back. He he went at WrestleMania this year. He won that belt and then immediately is injured again. And it's just so frustrating because I like the guy. He's so good for the company. He's a huge draw. He's so over with the crowd. He's he's a money draw for the company. But based on his injury history, I, I just don't think that they can trust him right now with that kind of uh workload or respect or not respect, but, um, workload. So I kind of agree with you, Tony, you know, I'm going to have to lean more towards the Barry side of it. And which really sucks. If it weren't for the injury, I think he could still be up on top for many, many years, but, uh, his body thinks differently. Well, you go so round I, us out yeah. belt, Barry fire. I have to <laughs> lean more to the side of Barry. And it's, it's unfortunate because Daniel Bryan, He's definitely one of my favorite guys in the WWE. Great work in the ring. I think his character really developed, and he really evolved since the time that he started uh, within the company. So it's just he's had two opportunities, two really good opportunities, and he blew them. He was given, just think about it, the 30th WrestleMania. That's a big deal. And they gave him that spot. He beat three guys in one night, and he gets injured. So, rightfully so, they demoted him. And he was given an opportunity to turn that IC title into a main event belt and make it an important pillar of the WWE, much like they're doing it with the US title. He fucks that up too. And I know he didn't deliberately do it, and he's not doing a Rey Mysterio where he wants to collect a paycheck. And that sucks, but it comes with the job, man. You've got to be reliable, and you just aren't. Yeah, you know what? As much as Daniel Bryan is somebody who draws in that audience, he's only going to draw in the audience when he's there. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, yeah, he's really, really popular, but Daniel Bryan defending the championship is not the same as Daniel Bryan holding the championship at home. To be fair, he was injured going into the WrestleMania the first time. And, like, that was an injury, I believe, he got back with that match with Randy Orton where they had to, like, cancel that match or, like, they had to stop it because he, like, hit his head on the barrier or something like that. So that's his own fault that he should have took the timeout, but he just didn't because, you know. Honestly, if we were all in that same situation, would we, like, take the timeout if we were going to be in the best spot of our career for the most part? So first time might have been his fault because he could have done something about it sooner, but he just didn't. But the second time... That's just bad luck at this point. So I feel bad for the guy because he's my one because he's my favorite wrestler and two he's a you know he's a great guy overall and I think mm-hmm. WWE likes to show that case him that but and it sucks sucks that someone like him has like these type of issues but you know gotta be reliable and I do think that there's a chance for him to you know pull it all back in the future and just if he were to be on the burial sort of side in 2015 doesn't mean that. 2016, he doesn't win a title, win one in 2017. Hell, look at Mark Henry. Mark Henry seemed like he was a joke for years. He ended up having a great World Heavyweight Championship reign with the Hall of Pain thing. And that was after many, many people had written him off as he's never going to be anything more than what he was. You know, he's never going to win a title. He's never going to be worth a damn and that kind of thing. And he proved them wrong. And he was up in age right then. So... You know, it's not the end of the world for Daniel Bryan, but right now, he needs to be buried more than he needs to get a title. So, tell us what you guys think in the comments below. Should Daniel Bryan keep this title? Should he vacate it? If he vacates it and uh, Vacant wins the title, how should they push Vacant? If uh, you think that he's worthy of giving another title shot in the future and stuff, what belt would you want to see him in? How would you want to see them play around his injury, you know, any kind of like booking decisions or any kind of ideas that you guys have or predictions for that matter. Leave them in the comments below. Tell us what you think about what we think about this kind of stuff. And that should do us in for the main event, which means we have one more thing to do for this episode. That's the Fantasy League. Stay tuned, everybody, for part six. Welcome back to the final part of episode 181. It's time for the Fantasy League. So, Peyton, what do we need to be aware of? Well, whatever you need to be aware of, you should just look at this graph, which is what I'm doing right now. And looking at this, I can see that all the way in last place, poor Mr. Steven Wago's Ricky the Team Boat has I'm fallen. Not, I'm not too worried. I scored pretty well on Raw. I think I scored the second amount of points, so I'm getting up there. Still tight. Still tight. Uh, you have 90 points. Uh, just above you, we actually have a two-way tie for the third place spot. Tony Mango's Tony's Tykes 2 has 96, as well as Sean Walker's New Face of Gravity, also at 96. That's That's been an interesting team to keep an eye on. They started out in last place, flung themselves up to first place after the King of the Ring, and now have dropped right <laughs> to the center. So, interesting to see where they lie. I think next week they have to be number two, and the week after that they at, have to be number four. At least Sean could say he led one week this season. Yeah, that's true. True. Uh, in second He's the place champion. is Drew White's fucking shitheaded losers with 100 points on the nose. And in first place, my team, our team is now 145 points. Hit the ranking. <laughs> John Cena getting all the points and your team isn't. <laughs> Sucks to be you, nerd. Thanks. 
I tried not laughing when you said that. Immediately busted. Uh, <laughs> must be fun Jesus. laughing all the way down there in second to last place. Yeah, that's better than last uh, place. Uh, so I guess we can start looking at the trades we have here. Uh, Tony, you got anything you want to do this week? No, I'm pretty good here. I like uh, having two members of the New Day, getting quite a bit of points from them, it seems. Seth Rollins and Sheamus are pretty solid, and Sin Cara, he's not really doing that much right now, but you know what? Um, he probably will be. Okay. Drew, you're next. Um, As of right now, I believe I am good, so I will be doing no trades. I'm going to stick as well. Uh, Sean's not here, but he did uh, send me a message of a trade he wants to do. Ah, God damn it. Yeah, indeed. Did uh, he send you over the trade he wants to do based off of the person that he picked up? Too? Did yeah. he, uh, does he also ask if he wants to trade with anyone in that uh, message he sent you? Well, I could tell you what the fuck he wants to do if you shut the fuck up. <laughs> he wants to drop Bo Dallas and pick back up Luke Harper. So basically, he's going back to his drafted team at the beginning. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's that. Uh, and then at the bottom, we got Mr. Wago. Anything you want to do? I'm swapping out Rusev for Lana. No. Yep. Nope. Till she wrestles. No, we've done managers before. Yeah, we've I, had Paul Heyman and stuff. No, I know. I'm not doing that this season. That's not because they, the they don't lose. They don't lose, so they can't lose points. It's 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 not fair. So we're we taking personalities out now too. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Just I guess. No, I know. I, I I meant to make more that more clarified. Um. Yeah. So no Paul Heyman. No. Uh. What's what's his face? The guy with the mustache. Um, Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. Well, um. No Noble and Mercury. Um. They wrestle now and again. They they do. Um. Not until I they wrestle. It, if they I, wrestle, bring them up. Um, not until then, though. What about Triple H? Same th- deal. When it, when he when he's got a match announced, we, we can bring that so up. So they but... physically have to have a match announced. Okay. Yeah. Hornswoggle and Alterito. Uh, I mean, if you want to risk picking them up, well, that's not, not going to. But it just <laughs> so they wrestle matches. They, they throw them on Raws randomly once in a while. They'll have them do a match, some Does... kind of like dumb gimmicky shit. Does anyone have Stardust right now? Um, no, I right. believe uh, drops Stardust, yeah. Tempted to drop Naomi, but she keeps doing more and more things, so I'm going to leave it. You have Na- I don't think you have Naomi right now. Uh-uh. You got rid of her. You dropped yeah. her for Kofi. I did. Mm, yes, indeed. Mm. It's gus. Gus. Mm, it's gus. Mm. Naomi, I'll take her instead of Kofi. Uh, For Rusev? No, I'm swapping Kofi and Naomi back. Oh, oh, okay. So <laughs> actually, wait, can I change that? Can I swap Paige for, or do I still have Paige? No, no. <laughs> you dropped her for Cesaro. Okay, I'm good then. Yeah, Kofi and Naomi. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer locked in. Okay, Jesus Christ, two like return trades this week. <laughs> um, so that uh would bring it back to Tony. Anything you want to do now that uh that's changed? Yes, do I, I do. Members of the New Day? I'm going to drop Sin Cara and pick up Kofi Kingston. Oh, my fucking God. All three New Day members. I don't give a shit <laughs> if I win or not. I... Get fired. The entire reason that I didn't want him, and it's stupid, 
I don't like the pigtails. It pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you didn't pick up some of the other demons? Who else is wearing pigtails? So uh, Tony, what are you someone. dropping for him again? Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. So replacing Sin Cara, Tony will be picking up... Can't believe it, Kofi. <laughs> yes, this is the best team ever. <laughs> one guy that I don't like, one guy that is really damn good, and three fucking awesome people in a tag team. <laughs> Alright, well, Drew. I think he wants to actually ever be able to get a whole stable before, too. Um, you should just call your team the New Day. Now, didn't um, Sean have all three members of the Y family? Yeah, yeah Sean. Oh. That's right. <laughs> the, the bearded team. And then it was like the red team or something? Or the, the big team? The big, big team. Red. It was the big guy. And big, no, big no, no, no. My team was the big team. Oh, uh, that's right. And what's awesome about yours is, though, that all three of your guys are in the three, fourth, and fifth spot. I think for Sean, it was like the first, third, and fifth spot. So they were all kind of separated. Huh. Yours at least together. <laughs> Weird enough. First guy, world it's... champion. Second guy, mid card title. Third, fourth, fifth, tags. Oh, there you go. Huh. Very balanced team. No Devers. None of them Devers. <laughs> uh, comes back to me. I got nothing in place. Sean didn't mention anything else to me. So, Wega, got anything else you want to do? Weed. Okay. <laughs> Tony, anything else? You want to try nope. Archduke, maybe KC potentially joins a new day. <laughs> okay, I can have Uha Nation or whatever his name is. Give <laughs> Nation. Uh, so I think that's going to conclude us for Fantasy League stuff this week. So uh, if you want to keep up to date, you can always find the latest scores, the rules, the rosters, all the things that are cooking up for this Fantasy League by heading over to the Keeping Kayfabe official page. That's keepingkayfabe.com. Our Facebook page, Twitter page, or the Mega Maniacs Facebook group. Alrighty, guys, that'll take us into the plugs. So, Kalen, start us off. All right, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kalen Ferris, and that's all I got. Drew, you can follow me on Twitter at Drewsif White. You can also go to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel with nothing on it, which is uh, Mick Freaking Duncan. Don't miss out on I- that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're missing out on everything. You know, I post cool stuff like nothing. So you can see what think, Drew likes. Yeah, favorite. exactly. You can see some of the comments I leave on random stuff. I think that is worth this subscribe and load. Also, you know, yes, uh, Monday was the first ever Drew Crew edition of the Monday Night Raw post show that is not available on iTunes. Yeah, or because Stitcher you didn't fucking upload YouTube. it. YouTube, you can only view that at. Radio.com. So go there and listen to it because it's awesome. Drew Crew out. Way go. You can check out Addicted to Anime on hey. MegapowersRadio.com. So for more information, go to Facebook.com slash Addicted Anime Fans. Also, check out Wago Rats on YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. And any of the pro- for projects that I can't be asked to mention, you can find on StephenWago.com. And Peyton, round us out. Look at this graph. It's a sweet graph. Not as good as a giraffe. All right, head to all those websites I mentioned before. KeepingKFabe.com, MegapowersRadio.com, on, on Twitter at M-R-P-A-D-E-N. That's Mr. Payton, Payton'sPlace.com, and just search for me on all places. Podcast, videos, and other cool things are found. Make sure you guys go back, check out the rest hold. There's something special hidden in the rest hold this week. Uh-oh. So... Not going to say what, of course, because 
that defeats the purpose, but go back, check that out, and you'll hear all my plugs for everything like Fanboys and All Talk Show and whatnot on there. And that'll do us in for episode 181. So thank you to everybody on the panel. Thank you to everybody listening on all the different avenues that we've got out there. Next week, we are going to be doing our payback predictions. After that, we're going to do payback review. And then after that, who knows? But stay tuned for more information on that. For now, this has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Samoa Joe is pretty fat. Oh man, he can't reach his back. Every time it really makes me laugh. Oh Samoa, why can't you reach your back? Ooh, AJ Styles breaks some backs. It's the only thing he's good at. He's over there chilling in Japan. Oh man, you really don't want his hands. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Ooh, David Otunga's family's dead. <laughs> oh, man, it's really getting to his head. Oh, look, he missed another day of work. Yes, you know he's not coming back. Oh, wait, is that cane over there? Never mind, it's just really staying. <laughs> what? <laughs> The end, I guess. Well, that could have been good. <laughs> <laughs>